When Troy left for work, Jean's tension broke like a fever. She watched from the kitchen window as he passed the overflowing dumpsters and crossed the garbage-strewn parking lot to their three-year-old 1965 Chevy Impala Coupe, her mood lifting higher as he drove away. She would have to pay for the day ahead when he returned, but for now, she felt light and free. Turning to gather the children's cereal bowls, she said, Put on your swimsuits, we're going to the beach. Suzanne and Jake raced for the bedrooms with pixie-haired and wiry four-year-old Suzanne ahead of her brother, the deep and dreamy one, who was two years older. Eight-year-old Sonny sat at the table wearing Troy's tight-jawed scowl. Who are we going with, he asked. A friend of mine, Jean answered, growing tense again. Sonny could make her feel she was dealing with Troy instead of their son. She reached across the table for Sonny's bowl, but he drew it back with his spoon poised in the mottled milk, bloated flotsam of Captain Crunch circling it slowly. Who? A friend, Jean snapped. Her name's Gwen. Grinning, Sonny gave the spoon handle a sharp tap, flinging the sticky milk at her face. He was up, dancing out of her reach, saying, Mom, Mom, I'm sorry. He laughed a nervous, high-pitched laugh. I didn't mean to. She caught him by the sleeve of his t-shirt with a lunge across the table, mopping her eyebrows with her free hand. Mom, I didn't mean to, okay? Jean pulled him closer, bent down eye to eye, and said, Go. Get. On. Your. Swimsuit. Once beyond her reach, Sunny tossed back, Yes, sir, getting anxious giggles from Suzanne and Jake, who had edged back through the hallway. Suzanne stood there, clutching her bathing suit, bright Sears price tag attached, until satisfied Sunny had not pushed their mother too far. Jean hurried to get ready before Gwen arrived. She cut off a pair of Troy's Levi jeans and pulled them over her first bikini. The day after arriving in California, they had gone to see the ocean, and Jean noticed women dressed this way. Leaning close to the bathroom mirror, she dabbed liquid makeup sparingly over the green and amber bruise along her left cheekbone more on the purple-tinged eyelid. They had moved west to start over. Troy had begged her to leave Oklahoma with him. We can forget what's happened, he promised. Just let's stay together. So they sold their home quickly, a distress sale, the agent had called it, and at a loss. In the early years of their marriage, Troy and Jean often dreamed of life together in Southern California. But after their hasty move, they were shocked to find what they could afford. One of the small, two-bedroom, bare-floor units in San Pedro that had once been housing for Navy personnel. The complex was now occupied mostly by poor, single-parent families. A pack of unsupervised children overran the barren grounds and quickly changed Sonny, Jake, and Suzanne from trusting to wary. They were greeted by foul-mouthed taunts and often had to dodge rocks when they braved going out. The second morning there, they woke to find their bicycles had been stolen from the back porch. Troy and Jean set up all three of the children's beds in one of the tiny bedrooms and told each other this was temporary. But Troy did not forget what happened in Oklahoma. His rage simmered and boiled over without warning. You queer, he would call her popping her with his fist. Whore, he yelled, 
tossing her across the room by her hair. Jean's father used to tell her, if anyone hits you, hit him three times before they can hit you again. After the first few times Troy hit her, she always came up swinging. Their late model car set them apart from their neighbors as a curiosity. Gwen's silver Peugeot pulling up in front of the apartment was a scandal. Two sullen women stood glaring from doorways across the courtyard. Gwen hopped out, her flag of riotous brown hair waving around her shoulders. Circling the Peugeot, she gestured toward the giant red T towering above the rooftop blocks away on top of the local Triot store, one of a chain, and called in a raspy voice, That's cute. You live right by the Triot store. She hugged Jean as they met on the porch, whispering in her ear, Shall I try it?